Amen. Good morning and happy Sabbath, everybody. Come on now. Happy Sabbath. Let me see those happy hands Sabbath. going up. Amen. Can you hear me? Please tell me you can hear me. I can hear Amen. you. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. You know, these, these computers and these, this technology at times, they can act some kind of way, but praise God. I believe that was Sister Carol in the background. Amen. Praise God. Happy Sabbath. How's everybody doing? Let's throw some hands up in the chat. Let me see some praises going up. Let me see some hallelujahs going up. Amen. Amen. It is a beautiful day in God's presence. Come on, somebody. I'm excited. I am truly excited and privileged and honored to be with you today. And I just want to say thank you for joining in with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. Um, let us rejoice and be glad in it, for I was glad uh, when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, because I have found that in the house is where I find peace, and the house is where I find joy, I find my strength, I find my comfort, I find my Savior in the house of the Lord. So welcome everyone to the Tabernacle of Praise, and we just pray that you have a wonderful time in the Lord. Do me a favor, do me a favor, and go ahead and share this here link. Amen. Share this with somebody. Go ahead and push that share. Uh, we want to let everybody know that we are in the house today and that we come to worship and praise and magnify the name of the Lord. Amen. Could you do that for me? Could you just share this with somebody? Could you just take about a few minutes, take a pause for the calls, if you will, and let somebody know that you are here, that you're about to get your blessing, that Amen. blessing you've been waiting on, you're about to get it today. And you don't want them to miss theirs. So you want to go ahead and invite them out. Um, just a couple of announcements. I um, just want to thank God for a beautiful Sabbath. Thank God for my family. And as always, we do like to spend this time in prayer where we encourage um, the participants, those that are viewing um, online, to go ahead and write your comments in the chat. My wife is standing by. She's not on screen right now. Um, but she is in the house. Come on, somebody. And she is standing by and she is logging down those prayer requests. So we want to ask that you will do that right now. Go ahead and type those requests in so that we can log those down. We want to try to get every request possible. And I understand, I realize, I want to apologize um, if someone's prayer is left out or by chance, if I happen to mess up a name, amen, uh, please pray for me, amen, and I don't oppose with you correcting me, I don't have a problem with you calling me, so you can get in contact with one of the elders, or get in contact with one of your friends, or um, in some, some kind of way, get in contact with me, and let me know, so I can get those names correct, amen, want to make sure I call your loved ones out correctly, um, so while you're writing those down, I do want to run um, just a couple of our announcements down to you that's going on today. Um, starting from the bottom, I guess, since I mentioned today, we do have our discipleship class that will be taking place today at 2.30. Amen. Um, and so we want to encourage you to be a part of that um, special program today at 2.30, the discipleship class. Um, they'll be dealing with the book Heaven. Amen. Coming out of chapter four. Amen. So we want to encourage you to be a part of that. If you want the number to call in, you, the, the call in number is um, area code 253-215, sorry about that, 8782. I'm going to get that to you again. You can write it down. 
1-800-273-8782. And the login number for that is, um, uh, let me make sure I give you the right login number. The login number or the, uh, is, uh, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. Um, I believe that's it. You call in, you'll have access. Um, make sure that you mute your phones. Amen. And I believe Sister Carol is on the phone. She'll come back. And if she needs to add to that, Sister Carol, I want you to dig, get me out of this here um, little hole that I've just dug. Amen. Praise God. So again, our discipleship class will be taking place at 2.30 today. They'll be studying with Elder Lee Carroll from the book Heaven um, from chapter four. And you can join by using the following. Um, there's a Zoom link. You can use that or you can just go ahead and dial in. Amen. Um, also, also, we want to remind you that on Monday is our board meeting. So we want to encourage you to mark your calendar for that. Board members, please pass the word. Please pass the word that we will be having our board meeting on Monday at Monday, Monday, Monday at seven o'clock. Um, also, um, if there's any issue with this link today, every now and again, we do have a problem um, with our Facebook. Um, we ask that if this link by chance drop, if you lose the Facebook link, for some odd reason, we encourage you to go to our YouTube channel. We're on YouTube as well. Um, and that channel was Two Praise SDA, or you can access us on our website. Amen. You can access us on our website at www.toppraise.s, top church, I'm sorry, SDA. Amen. Topsdachurch.org.org. I'm slaughtering all these. Little acronyms and syllables, amen. Um, but please join us there and you will be able to have access to our worship time together. Also, if you can just continue to watch the screen, there's a, another special announcement that we want to share with you. Um, let's talk about this is a part two series. Um, Andre, if you can just throw that up on the screen for us right now, I appreciate there it is right there. Um, let's talk about this is a part two um, series. Um, we dealt with part one where we ask a panel or a host of women, amen, questions about men. And then we had a wonderful time, amen, hosted by Pastor Keith Hackle, amen. Um, had a wonderful time as the ladies dove into those questions. A very, very powerful time. So this is a part two, um, our relationship series. Um, we ask that you would mark your calendars for this here special time. This is Sunday. December 13th, amen, December 13th at 6 p.m. So we want to encourage you to take a picture of the screen or log that down. Um, there's the Zoom link there. You can come on in, be a part of this awesome, awesome conversation. Also, there is a special Christmas program, amen, if we can pull that up. There's a special Christmas program. I'm going to pull that up as, as well because I want to make sure I get these times right, amen, four days, amen. One hour, 50 minutes, and 40-something seconds and counting. Amen. This is a special Christmas program that will be taking place this Wednesday, um, the 16th at 1 o'clock. And so we ask that you can join in with that special service um, that you truly, truly will be blessed. This is a fundraiser, a virtual fundraiser celebration that we encourage you to be a part of. Also, um, on December um, 24th, um, Christmas Eve, um, and you will hear more about this special um, Christmas program that my daughter is a part of, um, another play, awesome play, this is a part two as well, 
Uh, we want to encourage you to be a part. There's some market calendars for that as well. And we'll make sure that we get that link out to you. Amen. Amen. I pray that you got your prayers in. Amen. I pray that you have all your prayers in as we log those down. Uh, continue to write those down. Continue to share those. If you're visiting here for the first time, we want to say welcome. Thank you for joining in with us. And we pray that the Lord will bless you in a real, real good way. I'm going to turn it over to Sister Carol, amen, as she share a very special uh, message to you about how you can help support um, uh, this program. Amen. Amen, Sister Carol. Happy Sabbath, everyone. God is really good. He is so awesome. And I have some really, really good news for you. The first thing I want to point out to everybody here is that God cannot lie. Now, you might say, well, of course God can't lie. He doesn't want to lie. That's true. He doesn't want to lie. But he can't lie. It's impossible for God to lie. And that's in verse 1. It says, and God said, let there be light. I mean, in, in the um, first book of the Bible, Genesis. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. In other words, when God speaks, things happen. Nothing stands still when God speaks. So the first thing I want to um, say to you is that all of the promises in the Bible are real. They are true. They are for you. They are not for anybody else except you. Your first thing, your first duty is to believe the promise. Now, there are some promises that just come, but then there are conditional promises. And I'm going to say one of the um, conditional promises is Matthew 630, um, 633, where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things shall be added unto you. Um, I mean, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The condition is this. Don't worry about your clothes, your food, your rent, your gas. Don't worry about that stuff because God said the Gentiles, the unbelievers do that. He said for us to seek the kingdom of God first, which means spend your time asking for the Holy Spirit. Spend your time seeking to become more like Jesus. Spend your time helping other people, seeking the kingdom of heaven first. And then I'm going to point out another promise that God has given us. This is a two-pronged promise. This promise is kind of scary, but it's a happy promise. This promise is, is in found in Malachi 3, verses 8 and 9 and 10. So it says, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But you say, wherein have I robbed you? In tithes and offerings. So you're cursed with a curse because you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So listen, that's the first prong. If we do not follow this, returning our tithe and offering to God, showing gratitude to the Lord, if we do not do this part, then we have a double curse upon us. So if you're wondering, hey, how come, you know, I'm praying, I'm studying, you know, I'm visiting. Why am I not being blessed? Have you called down the curse? of a curse, two curses on yourself, it's simple. That's the first promise. But then he goes on to and says, bring you all the tithes into the storehouse. And I'm going to stop there. All of your tithes. Does that mean that we should have more than one stream of income coming into our homes? Does that mean that there's more than one tithe that we're supposed to be uh, returning to God? Or are we returning all of the tithes to the Lord? So let's look into your lives and check this out. Am I behind in my tithe? You know, we're in December, it's time to catch up. I mean, like for example, if you had um, a gas bill, you will not continue on to carry forward a, a deficit because sooner or later they're gonna cut off your gas. So we carry forward this deficit, let's go on. 
that there may be meat in my house. Improve me now. Try me, says the Lord of hosts. And this is that second prompt. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. So listen, if your experience right now with God is that you are not experiencing uh, windows open and blessings coming down, it's time to do that first part. Seek God first. Examine yourself. Where, Lord, am I falling short? How can I do? What do I need to do differently? Because you want to be in God's good grace, you want him to speak on your behalf because when he says something, things happen. So I'm going to give you a few hints on how to return tithe and offering. First of all, first of all, set it aside first. On Sunday, you're going to set your tithe and offering aside. Notice I said tithe and offering. We can't rob God an offering, and we'll get to that in a minute. But you're going to set aside your monies first that are tithe and offerings. And then you're going to be honest with God. Don't pinch off the tithe. Don't say, well, you know, it's supposed to be $725.50. I'm just going to do $725. No, God is specific. He said, return in your tithe. Return all of it. Don't pinch, folk. You do not want to have something in your house that's going to bring down a curse of a curse on you and your house. Be consistent. Do it when, whenever you get money, whenever you are paid. Don't ask, well, should I pay it on this? Whenever should I pay it on that? If you are getting, if you are fortunate enough to have more than one stream of revenue coming into your house, every stream is grateful to God. And we express that by returning our tithe and offering. And then pay an honest offering. So if by chance God has blessed you to get $30,000 a month in income, and you return an honest tithe of $3,000, but decide to do $3 in offering, is that an honest offering? Are you saying to God, this is all I can do to show my gratitude for you? Top has a lot of programs going on. You know, we have our new counseling center that's opening. We have our pastor that's speaking every week. We have poor folk that we want to help and support. So, we're not concerned if you're a member of our church. We're not concerned if you're a member of anybody's church. What we're asking you to do is join us in partnership to help. And because there's so many people out there dying, going to an early grave and late graves without knowing Christ, and we can't reach everybody by ourselves. So we need your help. We're so grateful for those who are consistent. We're so grateful for those who are experiencing the open window syndrome with God. And we pray for those who are cursed with the curse. And we're asking God to give you the faith and the trust to follow him. He is a good God. He is a merciful God. And when he speaks on your behalf, oh my goodness, everything falls in place and does what God tells it to do. Trust God this week. Set aside your tithe and offering and return them. And Andre, he's going to Put up a screen now showing you where to go to return your tithe and offering. God is good all the time, and all the time he is good. So trust him this week and make this a great Sabbath. Amen. Thank you so much, <clears throat> Sister Carol, for that um, wonderful, wonderful um, means of us helping and support um, this ministry. And again, we want to um, be faithful and not fearful. This is a time for us to share our faith, even in our giving. Amen. Um, Amen. And so we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you um, to be faithful, um, to return a faithful tithe, return a faithful offering. But this is our 
this is our reasonable service. Amen. Um, I just want to just share as these prayers are coming in, praise God. Um, for those that um, feel pressed to want to get your prayer in early, um, we do have a means for you to do that. Um, you can send those prayers in um, every week by 5 p.m. on Friday. What time did I say? That's right. 5 p.m. on Friday. Amen. You can submit those prayers to us by way of topsdachurch at att.net. So you can send those prayer requests in there um, to make sure that you get them in. Because sometimes we, you know, and I know if you like me, sometimes typing those prayers in in the chat, it just seems like I'm missing out on something. Amen. And I want to give all of my attention to what is taking place. Amen. So if you want to go ahead of time and submit those prayer requests in, we encourage you to put those prayers in. So um, type, go to top SDA church at att.net and you can get those prayers logged in. Please do that by Friday, um, 5 p.m. Um, as we would need time to log those prayers in. Amen. Um, I pray that all is well. I pray that all is well. Uh, we will be receiving those prayers now um, as we will be looking to the Lord in prayer. Um, this is a, this is a, you know, every time we come before the Lord, it's a special time. You know, I believe in the power of prayer. I've said it before. Thank you. I'm going to step away here just for a moment. Amen. Um, just want to just um, uh, share with you that, you know, I am a product of prayer. Um, I've said it before that my testimony is I was literally prayed into the church. Amen. I was over in I was in San Diego, California doing my thing, and my sister was in Barrier Springs, Michigan at Andrews and doing her thing and um, had a group of young ladies that was a part of this singing group. And every morning at about 5, I believe 5, 5.30, um, they would enter into a time of prayer. And lo and behold, <laughs> my name was on that list. Come on, somebody. <laughs> My name was on that list. Yes, I had no clue. I had no idea that while I was in San Diego and things were taking place, couldn't understand why this door was closing, why this was happening, why that was jumping off. Uh, come to find out God was shutting things down so that he can direct my path back um, to him. And as a result of those prayers, amen, um, I am standing here today. Um, and so prayer is powerful. Prayer is key. And you may have that loved one. You may have that son or that daughter or that grandchild. Um, I, I, I Don't give up on prayer. Don't give up on God. Amen. Um, continue to seek his face. Continue to lay before him and he will bring it to pass. Not as I will, but as his will. Amen. Um, so at this time, we do have a list of prayers that we want to go through. Amen, Sister um, um, Eddie. Amen, Wellington. We want to pray for her. Um, this is Elder Wellington's mom. We pray for her healing. 81 um, years of age. Amen. Was taken to the hospital on yesterday. We thank God that she's um, home today. So we want to keep Sister um, Wellington lifted up. We want to pray for Brittany Gates. Amen. Her husband's family had a loss of a loved one this week, amen, horrible loss, amen. Um, so we wanna keep the family lifted up. We wanna pray for healing and her finances, amen. Financial healing in the family. We wanna pray for our church body, our health. Um, wanna pray for Dad Harris, continue to lift him up, amen. Um, we also wanna praise God for the Dale family receiving a, a, um, 
and negative COVID tests and healing for um, celebrating 11 years of marriage, amen. You know, God is still healing, God is still, we have a lot of family, a lot of friends that have been tested positive, amen. But we pray for God's healing over them. We pray for God's protection over them. Uh, we also wanna uh, pray for the Harris immediate family, the extended family, um, Barbara Bodie, amen. Um, Crystal, amen, wanna lift them up. Um, Corey, the Cole family, um, pray that they all will draw closer to God and surrender everything over to Christ. Amen. This is our prayer. This is what we're in need of. We also want to pray for our medical workers and our teachers and our leaders that are on the front line, all that are out there dealing with this COVID. Amen. Uh, uh, Sister Beverly, um, immediate family and prayer for missing members. That's why we want to remember those individuals that have lost um, touch with us. You know, this COVID thing, you know, have, have um, really dealt a blow um, within our church. Amen. We want to pray for you that Hodges' son and their family pray for Sister uh, Graydon's mother-in-law and her family members pray for the Pruitt and Brinkley, um, the Lee family, the Fields family, my family, amen, the Parker family. As we funeralize our Uncle on tomorrow, I'll be doing that service tomorrow. So we want to lift them up in prayer. Amen. Lift my family up in prayer. Uh, we also want to pray for the Mitchell family. Mitchell Foster uh, covered them, the Stewart family, uh, 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 the McKinney family. And pray for my mom, um, Sister Joyce Fields. Amen. Want to pray for her. Thank you, mom, for being on today. And as we call these names out, amen, as we look to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Um, we believe in the power of God. We believe that he is faithful. We believe that he is able to do all things but fail. Amen. The prayers are still coming in. Pray uh, uh, for Wednesday night prayer service. That's right. Want to lift that service up. Amen. Uh, I'll pray for Sister Karen Lewis our children, uh, uh, continue to watch over them, amen, be with their marriages, uh, the Lewis again, Charles, uh, just, just, just cover the family, just be with him as he deploys over to Africa, amen, um, we ask that we will also cover Pastor Cameron, amen, thank you so much, Pastor, for being on, we praise God for you, amen, just continue, continue to lift up these names in prayer. Amen. So let us at this time, at this time, if we can bow our heads as we look to the Lord in prayer, and we're going to pray that God will do a mighty work um, in the lives of his people. This is a time to be faithful and not fearful. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for what you have done and what you are doing and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. You are truly uh, an amazing God. Without you, Lord, we are hopelessly lost, but with you, Father, we are more than conquering. And, and I'm just 
so elated at the fact that you have chose us to be a part of this awesome ministry today, oh God. You could have left us sleeping in our bed. Last night's sleep could have been our last time, oh God. But we thank you for giving breath, oh God. We thank you for speaking life, oh God. We thank you for opening up our eyelids, oh God, that we're able to hear, that we're able to taste the things that we take for granted, oh God. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory for you truly are an awesome God. Without you, Father, mm, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors and we just bless you today. We magnify you today for being an awesome God, being a loving God. We bestow glory on you, Jesus. We just give you everything that we have, God. Uh, we render ourselves over to you uh, because you are able to handle us. You are able to keep us. We can't keep ourselves, although we've tried over the years. We've tried to make ways for ourselves. we made plans for ourselves. Uh, and Father, those plans have fallen short. But oh, when we come to you, God, you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above, beyond, go more above than what we could think of or even imagine. And so we bless you today. We magnify you today, oh God. Thank you for wrapping your loving arms around us. Thank you for holding us and rocking us in Jesus' name. Thank you, oh God, for caring for us. And so, Father, we come to thee today, uh, believing that you are here that is able to do all of these things. And like I've said it before, oh God, if you don't do it, it shall not, cannot, and will not get done. So we lay our petitions before you today. Uh, we call on your name today uh, to do what only you can do, oh God, and bring about healing, to bring about a cleansing, oh God, to do what only you are able to do, oh God, and bring about healing over Sister Wellington, God. Ask that you will cover her right now in the name of Jesus. You have blessed her with 80 plus years of age. You have blessed her over the years, oh God. And we ask that you will continue to pour life in her, oh God. That you will continue to speak life over her right now. Cover her children, oh God. Be with Elder Wellington as well, oh God. As he supports his mom, as he stands by her, we ask that you will cover the Gate family, oh God. Be with Brittany Gator, the Gator family. I'm sorry. Cover them. Keep them, oh God. Cover Brittany in a very special way. Her husband's family and the loss of a family member. Lord, Father God, this is tragedy that has struck yet again. So we ask that you will reveal yourself to the family in the midst of these difficult times. We pray for our church body, our health. Oh God, we ask that you will be with our members who have fallen short as a result of this COVID who was already struggling, oh God, when the doors were open. And now this poses to be another challenge for them just to even come into your presence, oh God. We ask that you would do a new work today. Lord, wherever they are, oh God, that you would touch down right now. Whatever they're doing right now, oh God, that you would reveal yourself to them. Whatever they're speaking right now, oh God, 
God, that you will allow truth to be spoken to power. We ask that you will cover Dad Harris right now. Lord Father, thank you for sustaining him. Thank you for holding him. Thank you for keeping him. When everybody else has given up, oh God, you said I will not give up. So ask that you will continue to give him strength in his limbs. Continue to give him an appetite, oh God. Restore the joy of his salvation, oh God, and hold him ever before your presence. We praise you, oh God, for the Dale family. We ask that you will cover them. They received a negative COVID test, oh God, ask that you will cover them right now. Negative, oh God. This speaks to the healing of your power. We prayed last week for them, oh God, and they received a positive test, oh God, and now today their test is negative, oh God, and let us know that you are hearing our prayers. Let us know that you are answering our prayers. There may be somebody listening today wondering um, if this thing called prayer really works. Um, well, here is a testament of the fact that prayer changes things. Uh, negative to, I mean, positive to negative. Oh, Lord, cover the family. Be with their union. Be with the healing of their family. Celebrating 11 years of marriage, oh God. We thank you for the Dale family. Ask that you will cover and keep them in the name of Jesus. Pray for the Harris family, the immediate family, uh, the, 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 the extended family. Be with the be with Sister Barbara, oh God. Cover her right now. Be with Sister Crystal right now. Be with the Cole family right now. That they will all draw closer to you. That they will all have a new relationship with you, oh God. Do a new thing today, oh God. Do a new thing right now, oh God. We pray for all of our medical workers, oh God. Oh Father, we know that you can do this right now. Even standing in this living room right now, oh God. You're able to touch down throughout the country and throughout the world. World, oh God, all those individuals that are being forced, oh God, to even take this here virus, uh, the, uh, the, the antivirus, that, 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 are, that are being forced, some have a reservation, but because of their jobs, oh God, they're being forced to make decisions that they're really not comfortable with, oh God. We're living in that time, oh God, where laws will be changed that will force people to do stuff that they're not willing and wanting to do, oh God. We need you today, oh God. To cover them right now. Rebuke this virus right now. Rebuke COVID right now. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood over this thing right now. Oh God, that you will let your anointing fall down, oh God. Do it right now, oh God. Lord Father, because you're just that kind of God. Oh, I love talking to you, Jesus. Oh, because you're so good to us. You're so real to us, oh God. Danger seen and unseen. How you protect us and even when we find ourselves in the crucible of life, oh God, you're able to still show yourself, oh God. And so we bless you today. Cover our Congress, cover our nation. Lord Father, the president needs you today, oh God, to have a mighty way over his life, oh God. We ask that you will cover and keep him, oh God. Lord, there is so much happening in our land, oh God. And again, oh God, if you don't do it, oh God, it cannot, shall not, and will not get done, oh God. So we pray for you, Fed, oh God. Oh, we ask that you will 
will cover her son right now, cover her family right now. Oh, Father, we speak truth to power today, uh, and we stretch forth our hands to thee, oh God. Uh, no other name can we call on but the name of Jesus, that you will cover our children, that you will cover our babies, oh God, raised in the church, oh God, sent to Christian school, oh God, but they got grown and gone and left the church, oh God, bring them back, oh God, bring them back around, training up a child in the way that he or she should go, so when they get older, oh God, they will not depart from this truth, oh God, so bring them back in the name of Jesus. We pray right now for Sister Graydon's mother-in-law and her family members that you will cover and keep them in the name of Jesus. We pray for my family, oh God, the Pruitt family, the Brinkley family, oh God. We pray for the Parker family, the Fields family, that you will cover and keep us as we mourn yet again, oh God, the loss of a family member yet again, oh God, still dealing with the loss of our last family member, oh God, and yet here we are again, oh God, but you are still a sustainer that even when death strikes a blow, oh God, you are still able to keep us in the midst of it all because you're just that kind of God. You know how to hold us. You know how to shape us. You know how to move on us, oh God. And so we bless you today, oh God, to have your way over that service tomorrow that somebody will be drawn closer to you, oh God, as a result of this tragedy. That somebody will have a newfound love for you, oh God, as a result of this. We pray for the Mitchell family, oh God. Mitchell Foster, we pray right now for the Stewart family and the McKinney family. Cover and keep the family, oh God. Hold them ever before your presence. We want to lift up before you, oh God, my mother today, oh God. Ask that you will cover her right now, oh God. Strengthen her limbs right now. Oh yes, strengthen her mind right now, oh God. Let her know that you're still her God, that you still have her in the palm of your hand. Oh God, keep her mind stayed on thee, that she may remain in perfect peace. We speak life over her right now. We speak truth to power over her now, that she will fall in love with your commandments, oh God, that she will be an ever true woman of God before you, oh God. So keep her right now, oh God. Lord, this thing is so good to me. I pray right now, oh God, for our Wednesday night service, hallelujah, that you will cover and keep us, oh God, as we enter into your presence on Wednesday night, oh God. We pray for the Lewis family. We pray for her son, oh God, as he travels to Africa, oh God. Oh God, that you will keep him, that you will set your angels around him right now, that you will hold him ever before you right now. Oh God, my God, how great thou art in all the earth. Oh, I feel your presence right now, God. Oh, I can just stay here all day, oh God, but I know we got to move on in the name of Jesus because you're just that kind of God. You're so good like that, oh God. You're homeless when we're homeless. You keep us when we need to be kept. Oh, you feed us when we're hungry, oh God. You're just that kind of God. And we worship you today, oh God. We magnify you today, oh God. If I had 10,000 tongues, oh God, it just wouldn't be enough because you're better than good and you're greater than great, oh God. And we just bless you today. Oh, we magnify you right now, oh God for just being so good to us. I know, oh God, there's so much happening in the land. 
And I know our Facebook, oh God, sometimes shuts down. The devil's busy, but he gets no power. He gets no glory over here, oh God. We bind that old rascal and we shut him down the day, oh God, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And Father, with that being said, just do what you do, oh God. Have your way right now. No one can stop you. No one can touch you. You can't even stand close to you, oh God. So show yourself. Throw your weight around, oh God, and to let the devil know to get back and give me 50 feet. Oh, not deserving to be in your presence, oh God. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory, oh God. I thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen and amen again. God is so good. God is so good, and he is truly worthy to be praised. I got excited in that prayer. I tell you, I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that God hear his people. Amen. I don't want you to lose yourself in what's going on on CNN and NBC. I don't want you to lose yourself because you see all this stuff that is going on in the land. I need you to know that God is still on the throne, that he is still in control, and you can still be a witness for him, that you can still testify of his greatness, that you can still be a blessing. Oh, yes, we don't want this here pandemic to get us to the place where we quit helping folk. Come on, somebody. Amen. Shutting down ministries, don't want to go outside, don't want to help nobody. Come on now, I know I'm talking to you. We still trust God. Of course, we want to be mindful and we want to be wise, but God will lead you if you will let him. Mm, that's a word right there. That's a word right there. He will lead you if you let him. Amen. Amen. And so I encourage you today as we jump over to our special music, I want to encourage you to continue to trust God. Continue to hold him close, for he is truly worthy to be praised. Amen. I'll be back after you hear a, a, a musical selection from Sister Beverly. God bless you.
so much I was hmm, I left the room amen you held that note amen praise God hmm no if we was in the physical building we would be putting our hands together right now come on let's go ahead and put our hands together thank you so much sister Beverly we praise God for you amen we thank God for you look how far amen many of us can look back over our lives and and see um, just how far the Lord has brought us, amen. Um, and if you're like me, you look back over your life and you realize that uh, where you are right now, you shouldn't be. Um, but because of God's grace and his mercy, um, his protecting power, amen, uh, we are here. Because of the message that we'll be dealing with today, amen, look how far um, God has brought us because of his borrow time amen um so if you have your bibles with you we want to go ahead and jump into our scripture reading amen um, found in the book of ezekiel chapter 30 i mean i'm sorry isaiah um chapter 38 isaiah there it is on your screen um chapter 38 we're just going to read just a um, a few verses in your hearing amen um hezekiah life is extended amen um, his life is extended. Um, and I'll read this in your hearing. It says, in those days, uh, Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, Go to tell, go and tell Hezekiah, thus said the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Surely I will add to your days 15 years. And I'm going to stop right there as we consider the topic, borrowed time, living on borrowed time. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done and what you're doing and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. I ask now that you will take over this service as you have already shown yourself in the early stage, that you will continue to show yourself in the latter. I now must decrease that the power of God may increase 
This we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen again. Living on borrowed time. I'm taken back, if you will, to the story of Noah. God had given Noah a charge uh, to build an ark. I told Noah that these are the specimens, these are the, the qualifications, these are the dynamics, these are the dimensions, this is how high it needs to be, how wide, how broad, and, and not only that, this is what needs, this is what we need to put on the inside. And so God lays the foundation for Noah. He tells Noah that um, that the world will be destroyed and that he is to build uh, uh, this ark, if you will, and that he is to do it, um, and, you know, um, and, and, and have it done. Uh, we know that this ark took some 120 years to build. You see, back then, uh, uh, folk lived a, a long time. Uh, they lived a long time. Amen. Uh, and so 120 years uh, went into the building of the ark. And then after its completion, now keep in mind that, uh, that Noah was preaching and teaching and he was telling people about the end of the world. Now, now I, can, I can understand if, if, you know, when the pandemic first hit and the word got out that it was going to rain, a pandemic, uh, a many took it as a joke. Uh, and the truth of the matter is, even today, some 10 months into this pandemic, and people are still taking it as a joke. So Noah uh, uh, preached and he told the folk in the community and uh, around the land. Now, now, you know, back then, the message was would travel far. You see, you see, we're still trying to get the message around the world, we say. Even with all of this technology, we're still trying to get the message around the world. Noah preached and the message went out and, 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 and people still didn't believe. Uh, uh, people still uh, uh, continue. Not only did they continue doing business as usual, uh, but the comedians took center stage as they began to make jokes about Noah building this ark. Rain? But what's rain, Noah? I've never seen rain before. What do you mean, rain? And, and, and the jokes went out, the laughter, the playing, and, and no one took the time seriously. No one took what was taking place right underneath their nose. Uh, no one took it serious. And, and, and so now God gives Noah uh, the command to go in the ark. Now, uh, I'm not going to go too deep in that. I love that story as well. Uh, but I'm not going to go too deep into the story about how the animals came marching two by two. And, and I, I'm not going into all of that. But, but, but God told Noah to now take your family and go into the ark. 
And what's so wonderful as we get to our message and our thought today, that as, Mo, as Noah, should I say, sorry about that, as Noah and his family enters the ark, uh, uh, notice that the door was still open. Uh, God gave the folk seven additional days to get their house in order. We're talking about living on borrowed time, and, and, and time has been given uh, 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 to, to those individuals in Noah time. As we fast forward to now, King Hezekiah uh, uh, did what he knew to do as far as this man of God prayed, uh, uh, watched over God, loved God, the text tells us as we come back to the text, Hezekiah turned in verse two, his face towards the wall and he prayed to the Lord. Now this lets me know, uh, this let me know uh, that Hezekiah uh, was a praying man because as soon as the, as soon as the, as the, as the, as the word came to him uh, that his life would be taken, the Bible says he went and he prayed. I told you earlier that prayer changes things. Come on, somebody. And so the text says that he prayed. He turned his face to the Lord. Verse 3 says, and he, he said, now, now, now this is what he said here. Thank you, Elder. This is what he said here in verse 3. He says here in verse 3, he says, remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. Understand me here that Hezekiah wasn't some raunchy, uh, some halfway king, but he walked with God. He, he honored God. He loved God. And he did everything that he knew to do in the sight of God. He was faithful with his tithe and his offering. He fed the homeless and he visited the sick. He did everything that he knew to do to please his God. And yet he still fell sick. Mm, I want you to understand me. I want you to understand me this morning. Uh, he did everything right. Uh, sometimes we can get to the place in our Christian experience where we feel because we've done this, then that ought to happen. Oh, make no mistake about it, my brothers and sisters. The time that you are experiencing right now is borrowed. Mm. The time that you are experiencing right now is not yours. Mm. Okay, and so now Hezekiah, he prays, he says, a faithful man. He's dedicated to the things of God, not like most of you who are watching me right now. Oh, yes, you pray faithfully. You have your set your, your time set aside to do your devotions. Amen. Uh, you, you're doing everything uh, according to the spirit of prophecy. You, you have all your ducks in order. And, and everything is gravy right now. Uh, but Hezekiah found himself sick with these boils, amen? Uh, uh, these boils uh, uh, that now God is giving Hezekiah uh, a message. He's letting him know that you will die. Uh, if I could just ask you a question today, my brothers and sisters, what would your story be like uh, if you knew today uh, that in the next moment or two, you will die. Oh, yeah. Well, what would you do today, my brothers and sisters, if you knew that the sickness that you're battling with right now uh, is going to take you out the game? 
Uh, what would you do uh, if you found uh, uh, that that the, that the situation that you're in right now is unto death? Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, Hezekiah. Hezekiah, when the news came to him, my brothers and sisters, uh, Hezekiah took to the, his knees in prayer and he called on the name of the Lord. And I love what God did. Uh, I, I, I love what God did. Let's just jump back uh, uh, to the text right here, if you will. Uh, 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 in verse five, it says, go and tell uh, uh, Hezekiah. This is what God commanded Isaiah to do in verse 5. Go and tell Hezekiah, thus saith the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, and surely I will add your, to, uh, to your days 15 years. Oh, now keep in mind, my brothers and sisters, this wasn't a message uh, that came uh, a couple of days later. Uh, this is a message that came to Isaiah uh, while uh, 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 Hezekiah was in prayer, while Hezekiah was facing God, while he was talking to God. God was so moved uh, at that prayer. Uh, God was so moved at Hezekiah's prayer that before Isaiah was able to even get out the room good, before he can get down the road, before he can bend the corner, before he can get an eyesight away. Uh, God now speaks to Isaiah and says, go back and tell Hezekiah. Go, go, go back and tell the man of God that I have changed my mind. Oh, wouldn't you like to be able to change God's mind? Mm. Well, wouldn't, you, well, wouldn't you like to be able to just offer a prayer and, and, and be able to just have God change what he was going to do? Now, keep in mind that when God speaks, his truth is power. You know, God is God that cannot lie. And we know that uh, when uh, Hezekiah got sick and God said, you will die, uh, we know that Hezekiah did die. Amen. Uh, 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 he just didn't die. Amen. At the time that he thought he was going to die. God said, I'm going to give you 15 more years. Uh, I, I'm going to add to your time. You know, I remember when I was a child, I can go back and I would pray right now and encourage you now to just think back in your mind right now. You don't have to think too deep. Some of us can just go back in the next couple of hours uh, where your life was in danger. I remember a time when I was out there, amen, driving my car, wasn't in my right mind, ran into a telephone pole, amen, pushed the engine inside the car, come on, and was able to walk away without a scratch. Should have been dead in my grave. Should have been dead in my grave. How did I get out of that car? Nothing but the goodness of God. Even when I was a child, I was a child. I had to been about maybe 11, 12. My mom, remember this, amen. We told her when we got older, amen. Uh, I had to been about 11, maybe even younger than that, maybe about nine or 10, amen. There was this creek right next to our house uh, that we used to play on. I remember one winter, one winter, uh, it froze up. Now, we don't get that much snow now in Indianapolis like we did when I was a child, amen. Uh, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the creek, froze over. It's called Fall Creek. Somebody, somebody may know what I'm talking about. And my brothers and my sister and some cousins and some friends of ours went out there on that ice and we made it all the way to the other side. And on the way back, I don't know who it was, may have been my brother, uh, gave the bright idea that the first one making it to the other side is pretty. Now, nobody wants to be ugly. Come on, somebody. 
Nobody want to be ugly. And so our little feet got the pit patting on that ice and down went one, down went the other, down with this. And, and all of a sudden, everybody started dropping in the ice. Hallelujah. What Went down in the ice underneath the water. Hallelujah. It was nothing but the goodness of God that every last one of us made it out safely. It was nothing but grace. Borrowed time. God said, I'm going to extend to you some more years. It's the kind of God we serve. What are you doing with the time that God has given you, my brothers and sisters? What are you doing with the moments that God has now lined up for you? Hallelujah. Remember walking down the street with a friend of mine. Uh, walked down the street with a friend of mine, and we were approached by another young man, and the young man pulled out a gun and put it in our forehead, put it right on my forehead, and I, and, 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 and I asked my friend, uh, he, said, he said, are you so-and-so brother? He said, yes, I am. He said, tell him I have this for him. God is a good God, and he protects us, and he holds us, and I'm sure that you have stories, and I'm sure that you have time when your life was about to be taken, but God extended to you more time. He extended to you more grace. What are you doing on this borrowed time, this time that is not even yours? And we talk about borrowed time. But we have to understand that when you borrow something, that means that you plan on giving it back. But I want to make it very clear. You can't give God back nothing. Mm, I know sometimes we feel like I'm giving God my time. It's not your time. I just want to just help you out with that. Just want to, if I can, I don't want you to be deceived. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's not your time. Amen. God has given it to you. It belongs to him anyway, the air that you breathe, the clothes on your back, the shoes on your feet, the beautiful home that you're living in. God owns the cattle on a thousand. He owns everything. The, the lumber that was used to make that beautiful house belongs to God. The rubber that's on that beautiful car belongs to God. Everything belongs to God. But God said, I'm going to give it to you and allow you to call it yours. How, well, you know, that's a good God that's going to, you know, I, I, you know, I just, you know, somebody would just give me, you know, God, God would just give me uh, uh, my life and say, you know what, I'm giving this life to you. This is your life. Uh, uh, no strings attached. Uh, uh, you do what you want to with the life, but I want to encourage you to follow me. I want to encourage you to live according to my laws, because at the end of life, there are some consequences. Come on, somebody. You see, you see, God said, I'm giving it to you. Yet it don't belong to you, but I'm giving it to you. And I want you to go through life and I want you to speak it and live it and walk it like it belongs to you. But we all know that it don't belong to you because you have to answer to this life that you live. We're all on borrowed time. Any moment now, it could happen. Any moment now, it could show up. Any moment now, it could take place. But whenever it shows up, whenever it happens, whenever it takes place, I want the world to know that my life is in his hands because it was never mine in the first place. I'm just giving you back what is already yours. You see, he created me. We belong to him twice. You see, he created me. He breathed life into me. I belong to him. And then he came down from heaven and he died on the cross. He died for my sins. Now I belong to him twice. So I owe him. I, you know, I can't even pay back. The only thing I could do is to 
Live my life. Amen. You know, we say give my life to him. But you can't give God something that you don't have. Well, because if you was your life, then you would be able to be in control of your life. You don't control what happens. You don't control when stuff show up. God said, all you can do is live your life for me. I hope I'm helping amen. somebody. Amen. You just simply live your life for God. That God can't do for you. That God won't do for you. God is not going to take the decision from you. He said, I'm giving you a choice and I'm going to honor that. I'm giving you the ability to choose, choose ye this day who you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? God said, I'm giving you a choice. I'm not taking that from that is yours. And what are you going to do with this borrowed time? What are you going to do with this time that God has given you? Uh, are you going to continue to live the life uh, uh, any way you so choose? Or are you going to live your life according to the word of the Lord? Now, I'm going to end with this right here because I want us to understand and know uh, that at the end of the day, uh, that your life, although uh, is you're in borrowed time, God simply says to you today uh, that every moment of your life, while it is borrowed, you can make a choice. You're able to make a choice. To make it. You can choose right now to serve me. You know, when Jesus Christ came and died on the cross, he came with the understanding that there would be those that will not love him. He came with the understanding that, that, that there will be those that will turn their backs on him. Uh, Jesus Christ came with the understanding, uh, even as he told Peter, he said, Peter, before the rooster crowed three times, uh, you will deny me. Before the rooster crowed, you will deny me three times. Three times, you're going to deny me, and then the rooster will crow. You see, Jesus already knows what moves you're going to make. Jesus already knows how you're going to handle the life that he has given you. He's simply saying, listen, I already know what you're going to do with it. I just want you to just prove it to yourself. You see, I live my life this way because I love God. It's just that simple. Because of what he has done for me. He is worthy. He's king. He's, uh, he's, he, he, he's, uh, he's majesty. He, he, he's everything that I need. And it is my prayer, brothers and sisters, yes. that you will make him your everything as well. Amen. Because the time that you are living right now, the time that you're living in right now is bomb. Man. And one day, the clock will run out. Mm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you stand before the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Mm. And he inquire of you, what did you do with the time that I gave you? That was fine. I gave you an additional time. The yeah. clock ran out a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But I put some more time on the clock just for you. 15 years, Hezekiah. Yes. Somebody, God, has given you an additional five years. Mm. Somebody's listening. Somebody's watching. And God has given you an additional 20 years to get mm. your life together. Well, help us, Father. What are you going to do mm. with the time that God 
God has given you. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to be selfish? Are you going to continue to walk the foolish walk? Are you going to continue to live in a life of, 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 of yesterday? Or are you going to walk into the life of Christ? My prayer today, my brothers and sisters, that you do the latter. That you walk in the light of Christ. Amen. Because he that shall come will come. And he will not tarry. Come, right. Lord Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as always, it is my prayer that something was said that would draw people closer to you. What are we going to do with this borrowed time? What are we going to do with it, oh God? You've caused us now to be locked in our homes, pulled us out of our churches, and placed us in a place of solitude. What are we going to do with it, Jesus? Some of us are still trapped in our old thinking. Mm -hmm. Some of us are still holding on to yesteryears. Mm. And we haven't made the connection that this virus, this pandemic, uh, this COVID, while it's a bad thing, oh God, you flipped the script and now you have given us an opportunity to be drawn closer to you. Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Please, Lord. Help us now, God. I pray that you would touch the hearts and minds of your people. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I pray something was said, my brothers and sisters, that would draw you closer to God. I pray something was said that would help you get an understanding that your life is not your own. But it's God that gives the increase and it's God that gives the decrease. And while we talk about setting up kings and taking down kings, it is God that breathes life. It is God that sustains life. So my brothers and sisters, without any further, trust him. Give your life to him. If you've been blessed by this message, I encourage you to put it in the chat. Amen. I encourage you to visit our website and just leave a message there, leave a comment there. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Again, my name is Pastor Fields, and I pray you have a wonderful, happy Saturday. God bless you. Amen.